This is Late Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, John Van Kemp, sitting in for the insane Daryl Wayne, uh, will uh, we're going to talk about a number of different things. We're going to talk in the second part of our show about how men play a role for babies um, in all kinds of things, from the inception, uh, lack of inception, and maybe even some rearing as well. Uh, during this first part, I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to talk with Dr. Kulreet Chaudhry, uh, and she's a neurologist and an Ayurvedic medicine expert. Uh, doctor, welcome to Late Night Health. Thanks, Mark. Pleasure to be here. Really? Yes. yes. I, okay, good. <laughs> They, they didn't tell you that I'm nuts and crazy or, or anything? They said all that. And I said, that sounds like a fun time. Get me on his show. Yeah, well, we're going to have some fun. Um, you have a, a, a background as a neurologist. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a light switch that went on. And you said, hmm, I'm switching. I'm going to become an Ayurvedic medicine specialist. <laughs> I wish it was that graceful. I wish I could have said, you know, it was just this very enlightening moment. And I just knew that there was something better. But I think like most physicians, you know, it takes a certain dose of humility to make such a massive U-turn, especially after you've invested so much time and effort into learning modern medicine, the way it's taught. And for me, it was the development of migraine headaches. And I always say, you know, life has a sense of humor because I was a neurologist, developed debilitating migraine headaches and I couldn't fix them myself. All the medications that I was prescribing my patients were making me sick. Um, sometimes the side effects were way worse than the headaches. And so I had to look for another solution. And so I, I actually grew up with Ayurvedic medicine, but left it behind once I learned the brave new world of modern medicine. So I went back to it. And that's when I learned the gut brain connection. And after one consultation where my gut was really the focus, my migraines were gone within three months. I had lost 10 pounds and I had more clarity and energy than I had had in decades. So that was that was the forced light bulb moment of going, hold on, there's something that I wasn't taught even after decades of training in medicine. And you're, you're young, you're still probably paying off student loans. Um, <laughs> I love that you said that. And we're going to, you know, we're going to go with that. Yes, I am so young and I'm still paying off student loans. <laughs> um, you said you grew up with Ayurvedic medicine. Tell me about that. My mom actually got into meditation when she developed a thyroid condition. And my sister and I were real little at that point. And surprisingly, her Western trained physician recommended meditation as, as a way of managing the stress that he felt was actually triggering the thyroid issues. And so that was the beginning of her journey into, you know, kind of the mind body connection. And so Ayurveda was the next step after she had learned meditation. And so we, you know, some of it was stuff that she brought with her from India. There were just certain things that we hadn't identified as Ayurvedic medicine. They were just things that were handed down. And certainly some of the spices that we were using in our cooking, they're just traditional Indian spices. We weren't using turmeric to prevent dementia, but then we really did have like a focused approach into Ayurveda growing up. 
And so that was just the way that we lived. It wasn't something that I thought like we were practicing medicine. We just, that was the way that we maintained health and balance. And that's what you're doing today. Are you integrative in approach? In other words, you, you have all this, this training, this education. Yeah. I mean, you went to UCLA, UCSD, um, USCD. Well, anyway, in San Diego, and <laughs> you, um, and are, are, are you integrative in approach? So if somebody comes in and has migraines or yeah. another issue that you can combine the two, you can use the turmeric, but maybe use a big pharma stuff to get things moving. I've always been really grateful for my education in modern medicine. I've never looked at it as a weakness. I've always looked at it as a strength because I think the more languages you speak, the more people, you know, you connect to. Um, and so I approach people with like where they're at. I, I, I don't believe in suffering. And so if someone is, you know, on certain medications, my goal is always to teach them how to take control of their health, but we can do that wherever they need to begin. You know, we, we start with where they're at. And so I'm very much integrative in that. I take people where they're at. And if they're not on medications, you know, I won't start them if they are, it's not necessary because so often the lifestyle changes are so quick, but if they're on medications, you know, we start there and go, okay, what do we need to do to help you to reduce them and, you know, possibly taper them off? But if people need it, then, you know, that's, I, I, I let people set their goals. I don't set their goals for them. Do, do a lot of patients come to you as a last resort? They've had headaches for years. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, it used to be the case. I used to be like neurologist number 17. And I think the consciousness has changed so much, you know, that in the last couple of decades, see, now I aged myself, Mark, you had set me up as this like young, young doctor, but in the last few decades, people really, I'm not the 17th neurologist, they really choose this as the first step. So that's been exciting for people to say, look, I'm just starting to notice some symptoms and I'm concerned and I want to nip it in the bud early. Women tend to go to doctors more than guys. Yes, that's true. Right. We mm -hmm. we're we're macho, right? Well, I do think that is changing, but I think because of, you know, women's physiology, we're more tuned into cycles in general, and so we pay attention, we're forced to kind of pay attention to our our body because of that. And I think women are just nurtured to be more into self-care. I think that's changing. I mean, my son is completely different you know, from many of the, the men that I was raised with. How old is your son? He's 13 and he is super proactive about his health. I mean, he like, you know, chooses healthy foods on his own. He knows about Ayurveda. He chooses his supplements. He's just very conscientious of how his health impacts his brain and how he's feeling. He's very tuned into like his emotions and the things that impact it. So it's pretty exciting to see this, this generation of, you know, of boys. Yeah. Boys to men. Right. Yeah. And really, really healthy, balanced men. I think that's where we're going to be is we're going to be balanced, healthy men and women doing this together. <laughs> you think we can live to 150? Well, according to Ayurveda, we're supposed to naturally live to 120. So if we die before them, we're actually dying prematurely, which is just a reflection of the kind of life we're living. So according at least to the ancient sciences, 
we're dying too young because we're not living right. Well, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, people lived to what, 45? Yeah, but you know, we tend to assume that our recent past is a reflection of ancient past. But when I look at these ancient records, they understood a lot more about health than we do today. So I look at history as being more cyclic than linear. So we can't really judge what they knew a thousand years ago by looking just a couple hundred years ago. Well, we're going to take a time out. And when we come back, we're going to talk about food and mood. Sounds All right? great. And um, maybe we'll even get mood rings. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Our guest <laughs> is uh, cool. Uh, she's laughing at me. Uh, Kulreet uh, Chaudhry. She is an MD with a specialist uh, in Ayurvedic medicine and uh, integrative in, a, in approach. Uh, if you want to know more about Dr. Chaudhry, you can go to latenighthealth.com. We will have a pretty picture of her. She really is a very beautiful woman inside and out i can already tell and we'll have a link to her website and how you can find out more about her at latenighthelp.com uh, we're going to turn this over to uh, mr van camp as late night health continues Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright Here Now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright Here Now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Role Models. 
They can make all the difference. In our world today, they have never been more important. One of the nation's most successful mentoring organizations is Jewish Big Brothers Big Sisters of Los Angeles. Their mission is to assist youth in achieving their full potential through innovative and impactful programs. And no nonprofit agency does it better. Jewish Big Brothers Big Sisters of LA serves Jewish children, boys and girls in our local community with a mentoring program that's been going strong since 1915. That's only the beginning. This nationally known agency owns and operates Camp Bob Waldorf. Its summer camping and weekend retreat programs enrich the lives of youth throughout greater Los Angeles. Then there's a college support program And last but not least, work that helps kids all over the world through the Teen Talk app. Want to learn more? Go to jbbbsla.org. Donate. Get involved. There's no better way to make a difference. The latest from the greatest. The best in new music by classic rockers. With your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne and I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Be sure to join us at LateNightHealth.com. Lots going on over there. Uh, new guests, old guests. Uh, you can. Uh, it's just a treasure trove of health information, uh, both alternative and allopathic. And we try to present an integrative approach to one's health, asking you to take charge of your health and not turn that power over to your doctor's or your health insurance uh, companies. Yeah, we can bang on those all, all day. Our guest is um, uh, Dr. Uh, Kurit uh, Chaudhry. She is the author of The Prime and Sound Medicine. And uh, we're talking about Ayurvedic medicine. And one of the things that you talk about in your education and your teachings, doctor, is mood and food. Yes. Or in my case, food and mood. I don't eat, I get moody. <laughs> and it goes really deeply into the mind-gut connection, which even in Western medicine, we're just beginning to understand. I feel that there's so many things that we discover recently in Western medicine, and then we go back and we go, oh, wait a minute, they did know this connection. And it really has to do with 
how much the food influences the mind. And in Ayurveda, we even have a saying that as you eat, so is your mind. And we determine all of this according to the dosha, which is your individual mind body type. And that helps you to decide how to eat for the right state of mind and a balanced mood. Uh, a lot of, uh, I'm going to go to with men, uh, you know, they're, as they, they hit 40, 50 and, and, and later, their bodies change. They yeah. get big bellies, um, not small bellies, but big bellies. Is that a, a specific type of dosha? Well, what happens as, and so men go through andropause. I don't know if, if, you know, you've had guests that talk about it, but it's similar to menopause, although oftentimes a little less dramatic. And so what happens is as we age, our doshas change. So there's, there's three dosha types, vata, pitta, and kapha. And each one has their own unique characteristics. But if you do not take care of your dosha, as you get older, you can develop more and more kapha dosha, which is that big belly. And big bellies in traditional healthcare, they're saying if, it's, if you're too big, uh, you, have, you can have diabetes, you can have heart disease, yes, brain yes. fog. That's all of the, that's all. So let's talk about the dosha. We'll start with kapha since we've been talking about how kapha can increase with age. So the kapha dosha is naturally the bigger dosha. It's big boned. And when they are in balance, they're very steady, steady moods. They're kind of slow moving, but when they get out of balance, they can gain weight and develop all of the things that you just mentioned, the diabetes, the cardiovascular disease, all of the things that are associated with that excess visceral fat. And so for Kafic individuals, they are actually naturally vegan. They do really well on a vegan diet, but if they're eating a lot of the heavy foods like sugar, oil, meat, dairy, they can develop all of the imbalances that we mentioned, including mood disorders such as depression. So that is the kapha dosha, the pitta dosha, which tends to be medium build, pretty muscular, and they are very goal oriented. They're very driven, high ambitious people. And when they're in balance, again, they're very productive, but when they get out of balance, they develop a lot of the itises, a lot of the inflammatory conditions. So they do really well with cooling diets. And those are foods with a lot of green leafy vegetables, things like coconut water, melons. But if they eat a diet that is high in spicy foods, so chilies, garlic, onion, black pepper, they can actually develop mood disorders such as anger and frustration. And so the final dosha, which is the vata dosha, is the smallest framed. And they're very quick. They move fast. They talk fast. Everything with them is quick, 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 quick. And they tend to be very small built. And so when they're in balance, they're naturally very enthusiastic, energetic. But when they get out of balance, they can develop things like insomnia, IBS. And if they're eating foods that are like oily, well-cooked, grounded foods, then they, you know, do, do well, but if they eat raw foods or a bunch of cold foods or beverages, they can actually develop things like anxiety. So everything in Ayurveda is based on understanding the dosha. So to go back to your question, when people start gaining weight, it's because the kapha dosha is getting out of balance. I've got to get in balance then we all do, <laughs> we well, all do. but, but, you know, to me, um, 
I don't trust people who don't like chocolate and I don't, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't trust people who don't like garlic. I mean, garlic and onions and. Well, here's the thing though. It's not about not liking them. It's learning how to use them in proportion to what your body can tolerate. And you know, it's funny that you said that because chocolate, like pure cacao powder is actually healing. The bitterness of it is very, very balancing, especially to the pitta dosha. So chocolate in and of itself is not bad. Garlic and onion in and of itself isn't bad. But if you are a pitta dosha and already fiery and you're eating a lot of that, then it can cause an imbalance. But let's say you're predominantly a kapha dosha. Well, then those foods would be fantastic for you. They would actually be prescriptive. They would be like medicine for you. So it's never a blanket statement about food. It's always in reference to who's eating it. What about uh, vegan or even vegetarian diets. Um, I try to stay away from beef, but I find that I'm a protein hog. That's that's me, Mark. But um, but I do eat a lot of fresh vegetables. I eat a salad almost every night, probably dressed with too much dressing, but um, it's always olive oil. Do we have to limit our animal intake? Cut so it out? It, it depends on the dosha. So animal protein is really balancing for vata because vata is really light. And so when vata individuals are ungrounded, we recommend that they eat animal you know, protein. And so again, food is prescriptive in Ayurveda, but for a kaphic individual, they're already heavy. And if they're eating meat, they're not even digesting it. Their, their digestion tends to be really slow. And so that will cause health issues. Now for a pitta individual, they can eat meat in moderation, but it it depends on what type of meat they don't do well with the red meats and they don't do well with like the fatty fishes, but like fresh lake fishes, you know, poultry, that's fine in moderation. So everything is about who's eating the food and matching the diet for your unique dosha or mind body type. That's how we maintain health. I have to figure out my dosha, but you see, my wrists are are very small. I can't even wear an Apple watch because even the small ones extend over my wrist. Um, As we wrap up, what about oil? Uh, You mentioned that several times. Uh, I eat a lot of olive oil. Mm -hmm. One, I like the taste. And two, I think it's healthier than some of the other vegetable oils. So it's still the same thing. It still depends on, well, which dosha is eating it. So olive oil is really heating. So for somebody with a pitta physiology where they're already running hot, we would recommend cooler oils like coconut oil or ghee. Olive oil would be great for the vata individual who tends to run cold. And for a kapha individual, they can do olive oil, but in moderation, because any kind of oil for a kapha individual, if it's, if it's done in large amounts, will create an imbalance. So every question about food is always dependent on what is your dosha. And that's why we always recommend that as a first step, know your dosha, and then you can plan out not just your meals, but your entire life. I, wow. There is so much more that I, I would like to talk to you about. Will you come back? Absolutely. All right. Will you tell everybody that you had a okay time? Mark needs a lot of help. No, I'm going to say Mark was a total gentleman and it was a pleasure to speak with him. <laughs> Amy, 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 Amy may not believe that. Listen, <laughs> uh, uh, our guest uh, again is Dr. Kurit 
Chaudhry. And we really appreciate your taking your time. She's a media star. She's been on Dr. Oz and others, and uh, she's made big time. She's here at uh, Late Night Health. Um, I thank you very, very much. And we'll have information about uh, the doctor at latenighthealth.com, and we will share that information with you. And we look forward to uh, your returning uh, to us uh, very soon. I do too. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with John Van Camp, sitting in for uh, the insane Daryl Wayne. Don't go away. More coming up.